A nature trail is more than a path. It's a place for weekend laughter, moments of self-reflection, or a much-needed breath of fresh air. With All Trails Plus, you can plan your next hike, ride, or run with confidence so you can relax and enjoy the journey. All Trails Plus gives you all the info you need in one place so you can make the most of your time outdoors. Quickly discover new trails near you and spend less time driving and more time on the trail with the Distance Away feature. And get immersive trail previews and 3D views so you know what to expect before your first step. Want to go where cell service can't? Download the map to keep your route in hand and never get lost, even offline. You can even get alerts if you take an unexpected turn. There's a trail out there for everyone. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23. Did you hear you could save up to 25% off grocery store prices at BJ's Wholesale Club? Did you say save up to 25% at BJ's? Yeah, save up to 25% at BJ's. Whoa, that's like saving up to one-fourth of... That's going to leave a mark. BJ's. Absurdly simple savings. Shop today. Not a member? Go to BJ's.com slash simple savings. Goddamn speed bumps. <laughs> Jesus, man. Way to, way to open that up. Okay. Um, welcome back, everybody. Welcome, we're, welcome. We're back on uh, another wild and reckless adventure of uh, me versus me. Oh, God. Um, we'd just like to start with a little thank you to all the overwhelming support that we continuously get uh, for for constantly moving forward and... New listeners, new followers, you guys are all amazing, and I hope that this benefits you the way that it does us. And also, don't ever forget that the possibility of coming on here and telling your story is not out of the question, because it definitely is, and I would love to have you. We would love to have you. Yes, we would. Um, Still moving towards more better equipment, uh, a, a different studio. We're still trying to move forward as best as we can. This is still a baby. It's a baby that we love, and it's a baby that we're taking care of. So uh, keep showing your support, and we're going to keep doing our thing. Um, I hope this thing grow. I think today we're going to do things a little bit different because of all that overwhelming support, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand this one over for an episode. Yeah, so uh, I'm Zach. Um, you guys have heard me a couple times. We're going to flip the script a little bit here. Uh, we've had a lot of requests uh, to hear more about our host, Sage, and kind of what he's been through in his life and why this is what it is. Also, I would like to apologize in advance. I am recovering from this bullshit cold that's been going around and attacking everybody. He's just looking for something to complain about, folks. That's all. Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> I want to cry. No, so this whole thing started with a vision of yours. Um, you know, wanted to kind of get everybody's story out there and, and show people that, you know, they're not alone. They're not doing this by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you know we'd all like to know why it's so important to you i guess is the big question that everybody's been asking um in shorter terms mm-hmm. is why is this something that you felt needs to be shared i think uh for me it's kind of a in my mind it's kind of a weird story um growing up i mean i mean i know growing up for everybody's a little unusual in its own way everybody has their own story and that's kind of what i'm setting out to explore is that perspective um i think realistically what it's for for me personally is is because of a lack of understanding dive into that a little bit a lack of understanding of what just like i just had a lot of questions like i grew up oh in such a diverse and strange way like my my family is strange and from all kinds of locks of life i'm i grew up with siblings from different parents and growing up with their different parents and i grew up as a semi-misguided teenager with said, you know, learning disabilities and shit like that. And my, just a whole lot of stuff happened that led me to a very not understood adulthood. And I just would like, I feel like a lot of stuff happened as a result of that, that I'm just recently learning of, which has kind of led me to where this path begins. It's it's very it's a very vague concept right now the way I'm explaining it, and I understand why that doesn't make sense. But this 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 baby is still so young, and I'm still learning. So I wouldn't know where to start either. <laughs> I guess I guess the best place to start is you know you you kind of hit the the nail on the head there a little bit with as a semi misguided teen. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's really when you start to become yourself and you start to become, you know, who you are now. Right. So what were some of the things that, you know, helped shape who you are and bring you to this point? To be completely honest with you, I'm going to I'm going to step in and say that I don't think there was a shaping. And I think that's the biggest part of the problem. Um, I'm going to get right into my teenage years only because I feel like the things that happened um in my teenage years had the most impact that I I didn't understand that until probably 3 years ago um as a freshman in high school my mom was diagnosed as terminally ill uh obviously that changes the whole household dynamic right I don't have to tell you what's that what that's going to do to the finances what that's going to do to my home life things like that and uh again it really all stems from a lack of understanding as to what that was going to do to me as an adult. So when I was a freshman in high school, my mom was diagnosed with MS. Um, it attacked her nervous system, took away her vision, all kinds of crazy shit that I didn't understand. She was legally dead at least two or three different occasions. Wow. There, were, there was times that I went to the hospital and she didn't know who me or my dad was. Wow. Uh, I didn't no fucking idea how to even perceive what that was like other than just leave. I I don't know what it's like for me to see my own mom and her say, who is that? 
you know um at the very core that's that's the beginning that that is the beginning of a journey that's still going on today i don't know how the hell she made it this far by the way she's a fucking trooper oh she's still here yeah oh yeah she's still kicking and she's doing better than ever now um good for her so when all that stuff kind of happened not only did that change the the home dynamic but i was already going through shit at school like i i wasn't i wasn't a good book book learner i didn't understand school learning the way they wanted to teach me and they all blamed it on learning disabilities add shit like that you know um I'm going to I'm going to sit here and tell you right now that I think that is complete horseshit. All of it. I I don't know why that that was their first conclusion, but I just learn a different way. I do things differently. None of that shit interested me and they found that out in my senior year when it was way too late. I was 12 credits behind graduating and they were like, "Oh, maybe he's just not into the subjects." I'm like, dear Lord, it took you this long? So they told me, you know, you can stay for another two years and try to regain your credits and graduate. Or you can go. And I just just went to work. I was the second income in the house. So. So you did not graduate? I did not. Okay. I did attempt my GED two or three times. Just to be perfectly transparent with that like I just never found a need for it all the jobs that I've done I've never needed it so I just never pursued it I guess and I've lost interest in it over the years what I what I like to get it yeah but I don't know like, what 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 good is that going to serve yeah, you now like, I mean why I'm coming up on 35 and I'm pursuing some of the most successful things that I've could have never foresaw coming without it I'm, I'm good now um, you made it work I mean, it, it's, I think the perseverance and being able to, to really be able to harness, mm-hmm. you know, everything that you wanted and all the dreams that you had and, and be able to have that vision mm-hmm. and go, I don't need any of that stuff to, to get where I want to be in life. And, and for those of you who you know, are struggling and are, are looking at things going, man, I really don't know if this, you know, a standardized way of doing things is for me. Right. Um, it may not be. It, it may very well not be. And there's, there's other ways to do it. And I think you're a perfect example of that. Well, thank you. Um, to kind of, <clears throat> there's a lot of what I reflect on in those, we'll say five years. Well, we're going to use like 15 to 20 because a lot happened in that five years. In age 15 to 20? Yeah. Okay. And if I confuse you, feel free to stop me because it's still... <clears throat> this is the first time you're hearing it now. This is the first time I've ever put it into words to anybody. Feel um, special, folks. <laughs> um, what I kind of realized was one of the things that did happen, and I'm not by any means bad-mouthing my father. Uh, he did... Probably something similar to what I would have done, but his focus went from, no, I shouldn't say his focus because that's not fair. I don't know what his focus was. He didn't talk a lot. He took care of my mom. He still, to this day, only gets paid. That's his job to take care of my mom. He makes shit wages to make sure that she's taken care of, and he will not leave her. So, as a husband, he's doing what the fuck he needs to do. Um, But that... 
that focus uh, just kind of, I don't know. I don't want to word this to be disrespectful at all because it's not meaning that way. But I was I was a teenager that could fend for myself at that point at fifteen, sixteen. So that's what happened. Um, after things kind of progressed and my mom was sick for a while, it was one income. We lost the car. The mortgage obviously went to shit. The house started going to shit and started falling apart. Um, there was one day I came home from probably work or something. And my sister was there, who was a real estate agent. And she told me, you're going to live with your brother. Start packing your shit. They're coming to live with me. Oh. Yeah, I was like, I, at the time, I was pissed. I, for, not, for not knowing what the fuck was going on, I was pissed, you know? And I showed it. Uh, to go back into that just a little bit, growing up, the one thing I do remember about my my dad, which is also still around, still taking care of my mom, was that he might have been quiet. He might not have said a whole lot. But the one thing he did show me was that when shit needs to get done, regardless of what that is, he doesn't bitch about it. You just fucking do it. You get your shit done and move the fuck on. So that's what I knew. That's mm-hmm. all I knew was just get shit done. Wow, that's uh. So I guess I guess I can, if I may, kind of pinpoint. You know, th- you know, mom being diagnosed with MS, mm-hmm. brutal, for a teenager. First of all, um. You know, but secondly, you know, having that, being able to look at that and and that scenario of your your sister coming in and going, hey, mom and dad are gonna move in with me. You're mm-hmm. gonna move in with your brother. Mm-hmm. I can say, from the outside perspective. Um, that would be where I would kind of start as far as where the shaping began because you learned, you know, that, you know, dad laid the image pretty clear, you know, shit got to get done, get it done. Mm-hmm. Don't bitch about it. This uh, just has to be done. And that, that, that manifested in, uh, because he was a mechanic too. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did for a lot of years. I was a mechanic for a long time. Well, you still kind of do that. Yeah, I do. Um, and he always showed me that. Car's got to get fixed. You fucking fix the car. Uh, lawn's got to get done. You fucking do the lawn. House got to get fixed. Just fucking get it done. Um, but I think the more important part of kind of what manifested without me really knowing, um, after moving in with my brother, I didn't really get. I got I got some of the some of the misguided guidance, so to speak, through high school, through them trying to figure out how I was going to do in high school. Um, but I didn't get, I didn't get a hand to hold going into adulthood. Like none. I didn't know anything about finances. I didn't know anything about maintaining a household. I didn't know anything about where to start anything on my own. I didn't know, you know, how to do shit. I, I leaned on others. My brother kind of raised me through that time. Uh, Dustin, everybody's heard him. So, without having some kind of a, a window or or a, a shape, you know, I, I'm going to sit here and tell you right now, I feel like my 20s were wasted with me just trying to figure it out. And, and by a lot of people's standards, I was a fucking shithead in my 20s. There's not a whole lot of relationships in my 20s that came of anything good. And the fact that I still get to hear about that 
to be quite honest with you, is kind of heartbreaking because nobody ever asked these questions. And knowing what I know now or realizing what I realize now, I'm, I'm a little I'm a little beside myself that nobody wanted to know or that nobody wanted to know why I was just this little like I, I, I was probably selfish. I was a fucking asshole with my words. I was a lot of things that leads me all to this podcast. I didn't understand anything. I didn't know anything. I, I think it's important to kind of touch on, you know, what's the age difference between you and your brother? Is it a substantial age difference? Or are you guys pretty close? No, he's 51. He okay. had been through life. Okay. He had my nieces and nephews. Okay. They were all, they're all shortly below me. Okay. What he was doing was his life and his partying and whatever the fuck he wanted because that's what he did. He was growing up. And I watched that. And I became a part of that, which is nothing bad. No, I'm, no, no, I'm no. Not, we're not, we're not dogging on anybody. I'm not we're, saying that. I, that's just what molded me. Um, that's that's what you had to kind of shape what you viewed as this is adulthood. This is how mm-hmm. things work. And again, we're not, we're not dogging on anybody. We're not. My brother is a very, compared to me, he's he's a he's a, a very extreme different. He is completely happy uh, with little things. And I say that in the very best way because there are people that I do admire like that, that they're simple livers, and that's cool. I I support that 120%. But in me as a whole, I'm not. So I didn't know how to differentiate the two. Uh, what do you mean by that? But uh, I mean I I kind of understand where where you're going with that, but elaborate a little bit. You know, your your brother's a simple liver. He he. Yeah. He, he's cool with the minimals in life. He's cool with... He he does this fucking job that he's had... The same fucking job for 25 years. Which is more than I can say for me. Well, obviously. I'm only 35. <clears throat> he's cool with having the minimals of what he needs to survive. And he's happy. He is truly happy. At least I think so. And then what do you mean by... Like, you're the opposite? Like, you... you there, there has been something in me... Since I can remember. My dream as a 7th grader was to go to ASU. For why? I don't fucking know. Nobody in my family's gone to college, you know? I always had this want, just this this goddamn fire inside of me to know more, to do more. Maybe, you know what? Maybe now that I'm putting it into words, maybe it's because so many people doubted me as a kid. You've got that chip on your shoulder a little maybe, bit. Maybe it's because people told me that I was fucking retarded growing up. Not verbatim. Close enough. Maybe maybe that's why, but I don't know. But there's always been something more. In, I want more. When I when I was flipping cars growing up, I wanted more every fucking time. I was greedy, you know? I got this car. I want to do better. I got this job. I want to do better. That's why when people give me shit about having so many jobs, I just want to fucking ask them, why is that such a bad thing to want more? It's, it's not. It's not, but I came about it the wrong way, and I, I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what it was like to do that. I didn't know how to approach that correctly in any situation. So I guess I guess I can I can kind of stop you and say, you know, there isn't a right or a wrong way to go about your own life, first of all. Uh, because it is your own life. Mm-hmm. Now, on, on the same token, on the other side of that coin, you know, um, the way you go about it is going to affect other relationships that you've got in your life. Which it did. And... But you've learned from that. I have now. No, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't matter how long it took. You've learned from that, and you are a much better person now 
than you were then. And that speaks volumes that you not only had that fire, and I'm going to use chip on the shoulder. You had that chip on your shoulder that, that you wanted more. You, you saw more for yourself in your own life, and you never stopped until, you know, and you still haven't stopped. I mean, hell, we're doing this. We're, we're talking about restaurants. We're talking about, you know, completely changing everything again. There's never a, there's never a time where, where you ever settled. I, I've, I've never settled up until this last three months. I mean, really. What are you settling for? Uh, not, not in that bat, not in the way that you're perceiving it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm accepting things. No, that's not right. I don't even know how to word it. I'm not settling. That's not the right word. I'm, I'm putting my foot down where it needs to be down so I can move forward more. You finally found. You're finally finding some. I I have found home in some of my manifests. There you go, and I'm cool with that. It's draining me now more than ever, but I'm cool with it because it's time to go. And now, this is gonna sound like shit, and I don't. I I kind of care, but I kind of don't. Um, I have had to figure out everything that I now understand on my own. I fucking did this. I have fucking learned what I've learned. I finally have a handle on what I need to be doing. And I fucking did it. And the only thing I wanted... Nope, we're not going to get into that right now. Um, The only thing that I wish that would have been different, to be completely honest with you, because I do give a shit, is I wish that I could rectify the relationships that I wrecked. I, I I would gather 15 years... And I'm not asking for those people to be back in my life actively, but I wish that they they could communicate with an open mind, and I could just I could just apologize on some level and have it understood. And it's it doesn't work that way. I've tried a lot, and uh, it just doesn't work that way. It sounds like, if I may. Um, that you're finally kind of being able to hold yourself accountable a little bit. I know we've talked about accountability a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you're finally coming to a place where you're able to hold yourself accountable a bit for you know the things that you've done in your life and 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 for lack of a better way of putting it, you know, for the people that you've hurt along the way. Yep. Um, I I just wish that I could help them understand that I did not know. I didn't understand. You were a kid. And it, it it took me a lot longer to grow up than I wished it would have, but it did. So and there's nothing there's nothing the fact that you've come to that realization is is again speaks a lot about character and speaks a lot about um your willingness to right those wrongs and make those amends and and Understanding and and not being able to, you know, nece- uh, let me rephrase that. Understanding that you might not be able to, you know, necessarily correct yeah. what was done, mm-hmm. um, because what's done is done, right? Yeah. Um. But your willingness to, in your own way, reach out and try to help other people, not make the same mistakes, 
and I'm not going to say the word. I'm not. I, I use mistakes lightly um, because you would not be who you are without those. I know, and that's the part that fucking eats me up. Is I don't understand that. I I don't want it to have to be this way. I let me take a step back. I've made a lot of fucking mistakes in my life, and all of them I've learned from the hard fucking way. The hardest ways, you know? And that's what bugs the fuck out of me the most, is I don't expect people that I talk to or that I that I experience these things with or that I have a podcast with, I don't expect people to take my advice and be like, okay, I shouldn't fucking do that. Because we all learn differently. And that's the part that fucks me up. And this kind of this kind of leads me back into when I talk to you about how I don't want to be desensitized. I don't I don't know what the fuck battle it is that I'm fighting there, but I don't want to just be able to brush that shit off. Oh, you want to be able to feel it. It fucking hurts though. Yeah. It fucking hurts. But I think that's that's what's going to mold me. That's what's going to take me to the places that I need to go. It just sucks. It's- and and I think I even in in the beginning of this, I, I think I even dabbled in a little bit, you know. I encourage people, if this gets wherever the hell it's going to go, uh, if we've had encounters in the past, negative, positive, reach out. You know, come talk to me. We we talked about that, me and you, on an episode. Um, and and I, I think that's the... I want to say, man, and, I, and I've said it probably twice now, um, that shows a lot about the character that you've developed over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and even very recently, um, you know, where you're, you're, again, leaning on accountability, which this has become a very recurring topic for us now. Um, but it is. You're, you're looking at your past, and you're looking at the way that you've grown and the way that you've matured and the way that you've been molded and you're looking at it and you're like, okay, well, there's there's a, some things in my past that I'm not proud of, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that I that I need to maybe not make amends for, but, you know, uh, with those specific people and those specific circumstances. But in the future, keep in mind and be mindful of how I say things and how I do things and, and how those things are going to affect other people. Yeah, I think that's hugely important. Um, and that's... Yeah. It's it's insane to I've known we've known each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it a little bit before we started recording about um, I- the new Chevy Silverado HD puts you in command. Own strength with its enhanced available Duramax 6.6 liter turbo diesel V8. Own the lake with its available advanced towing technology and own technology with an available 13.4 inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy Silverado HD. Own work, own play, own life. Learn more at Chevy.com. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I always call it kind of the savagery of, of the way that we are when we really kind of turn the, I guess, the emotions off and the feelings off and we just kind of do things for ourselves for a while. Yeah, I get destructive. Very destructive. Both of us do. I get very self-destructive. Yep. And it's... I, it's it's such a fucked up place to go, and everybody thinks it's a joke. And it's not. It's not. And I know we 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 make light of it, but it's it's not fucking cool. It's not. It, when people do that shit, man, it's you're. You can say it a million times over, and still gonna mean the same thing. But hurt people, hurt people. Yep. And that's all there is to it. We make, I think we make light of it, and I'm not, I know we make light of it because it's our way of mm-hmm. kind of handling it ourselves. Yeah, I mean, I can't do this every fucking time we talk about it. No. <laughs> not in public. Can't be at a fucking restaurant, just break down. Uh, but. No, man, I, I, I want to, I want to uh, thank you for opening to that level and, and allowing yourself the vulnerability to be emotional and be able to talk about these things because. When we first started this, you made it very clear to me that you were not ready to speak your story and to and to talk on this level. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it and it again shows the amount of growth. There, there is still a lot, a lot of specifics to be delved into. That will we can we can talk about more, and I'm fine with that. But there is going to be a lot that comes out as time goes on. And that's and that's fine. This is you know we're in this for the long run. We've made that very clear. And if you know we're we're doing this as if we're like the first time I sat in the chair and, and we recorded. You know we're gonna we're gonna talk uh, about some basics and some not basics but some quick overviews on things. And then we'll we'll dive in. We'll do a couple more episodes with you where we um, really dive into some of the specifics and kind of you know go from there and really dive into what you have been through. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about, you know, years 15 to 20, um, roughly, uh, and then, you know, moving forward a little bit more into now, let's, let's talk a little bit more about, you know, kind of the, the years after that, you know, 20 to 20 to 25, you know, um, it it really, we've been friends for how long? All the way back, man. I you were twenty four, yeah. I believe. Yeah, it's been eleven or twelve years for us. Mm-hmm. Um, those, those years were a lot of uh, <clears throat> a lot of me just trying to figure out what the fuck I was doing. And I'm gonna be honest with you, there's not a whole lot of memory from it. Um, I made it happen. I uh, I had. A place to live always. I always made sure of that whether it was with my brother or I, for a long time I had a house with some good friends of mine. Uh, there was a lot of partying there. I <laughs> I was involved pretty heavily in the street racing just like you were. <laughs> um, there was a point in time just reckless as fuck, man. I used to go to the street races and at the house that I lived on at the time it was on the corner of a stop sign in a main road and I'd fucking bring back three or four different race groups and just have them run from that stop sign in my neighborhood. I remember that. It was, 
I, I look back now, man, and I'm going to be honest with you. This is some of the shit that I did that I'm like, how the fuck did I not make it to prison? How the fuck am I not dead? Just, no, I, it's, it's not no structure, but it's, it's mind-blowing how little of a structure there was. How little understanding I fucking had about how deep that shit could have got me. My choices, you know? I, there was a, right when all that shit happened, I made the choice to bring my girlfriend at the time, who was pregnant, with her ex's baby, I made the choice, without consulting my parents, to move her in and take care of her in the midst of all that. And she moved with me to Dustin's. And there's just, there's just so little, like, grasp on actual reality that it blows my mind that I made it this far. That I have what little I... I'm not underplaying what I have now because I fucking worked my ass off for what I have now. But f- for the little that I've made it, and it's just... I don't I don't know, you know, there's just so... It's still to this day, as you can tell, I, I just don't understand a lot. I don't understand how shit went the way it did. I don't understand my 20s, man. I was in... I was married in my 20s for seven months. I I didn't know that. <laughs> I I I had a an automotive shop that lasted almost a year that put me in a lot of debt. I lived with my brother off and on. I had god knows how many jobs. Bunch of cars, man. I just I was just I was throwing cards out hoping something come someone's going to come back positive. Throwing shit against the wall. Yeah, dude, just fucking looking for something to stick. And I don't even, I, I had no idea what that meant. Like, zero clue. And, and it's just bizarre. It's like a, a kindergartner running around trying to color in the lines, just trying to figure out which picture was going to be the right one. And I never, I mean, I can't say I never did. No, because you've, I mean, you've made a pretty good life for yourself. I mean, you don't. The, 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 the part that's so discouraging and the reason that I still have doubt to this day it's not because of, it's not fully because of me, but it's because now I'm in the healing stages of what I did. And unfortunately, that comes with a lot of negative input. A lot of pain, too. Pain and negative input from the people that have known me through that. Because it's funny to a lot of people. Oh, because people don't. And, and no matter how much I try and shut that down on a joking level, it just... Well, because people don't, they don't see the emotion behind it on your end. I they can't, can't show it. Why? That's a whole nother, you want to get into that one? Dive into it. Why, why do you feel like those people who are close to you, right? I mean, these are people who are close to you. These are people that you consider good friends or... Family. Family. Why is it that you feel like you can't share that with them? Because growing up, I was always too sensitive I was always a pussy. I was just, you know, I mean, there was all that shit that went along with it. I'm a, you got to suck it up. I'm a dude. Suck it up and move on. That's the only thing that I ever heard. And I was 
real, real sensitive to it all for a long time without knowing why or not not knowing how to deal with it. And I never, it never went away. It never went away. I just learned how to mask it. And I learned, and, and unfortunately, the industries that I've chosen to work in have forced me to do that even more. Because now I don't get to be me. Not at work. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much where that stops. I, you know, you you can't. You just, without ever having the opportunity to talk about it, you really don't get to move forward from it. And I didn't realize how important that was until recently. And I never got the chance to talk about it. Nobody ever wanted to know. Nobody ever wanted to understand. I can tell you right now, um, as somebody who considers himself very close to you, um, you know, we do this on a, on a weekly basis, and we talk every single day throughout the week. I mean, there's never a moment in time when we're not in contact. I, I don't I, – that not that I can remember since this has started. Right. Um, every day. And it's and it's always about something. And, and And to your credit, man, I mean – There have been a lot of people who have kind of, and not kind of either, there have been a lot of people who have said, you know, who have asked me, um, based on our history, you know, why are you, why are you doing this with him? And, and it's strictly because of the growth that I've seen. Mm-hmm. And the the fact that we're able to sit at this table right now and be able to have this conversation with you being as open about it um, really shows me just how far you've come personally um, and really shows just how much good this these nine, now ten episodes um, have done for you. Listening to people's stories and, and hearing that, you know, you were not in this alone you weren't the only one feeling this way you weren't the only one who was going through this and, and it's i've seen the under and you've you've said understanding a number of times mm-hmm. um i've seen it start to click a little bit with you and whether you've recognized that or not um isn't a isn't a bad thing if you haven't yet but it's you know it's started to click with you a little bit and and the understanding is starting to come um and i i want to say that you know, this is to this isn't to you directly. This is to anybody who's listening, who who is going through some things, who is feeling like they can't share with the people who are close to them. Um, you know, who have heard that you know, oh, you're being a pussy. You know, suck it up, mm-hmm. deal with it, carry on. You know, and we've all heard it. Um, there are people who are close to you, or maybe who you don't realize are as close to you that you, that you have around you that are absolutely willing Mm -hmm. and are absolutely, uh, trying to understand why you do the things that you do. Um, myself included. I mean, there's people around me right now that I, I did not, um, even anticipate them being like, Hey, we've listened to your episode on the podcast, dude. Uh, I didn't know you went through any of that shit. Um, cause it isn't something that I openly share with people until, right. Um, so I want to thank you for one, for giving us all the, the stage mm-hmm. and giving us all the, uh, courage to sit and to share and to be open about it. Um, 
and I'm taking a little bit of light away from you, but no, 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 no. Um, there's there's been a lot of things that that we've talked about off uh, behind the scenes that um, I think I want to dive into with you um, down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we we've been through some shit. <laughs> we've been through some shit. But uh, 20 to 25 was kind of a, a rough patch. I mean, it was a rough patch for me, too. Uh, we talked about the marriage. We talked about the kids. We talked about the divorce. We talked about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, how has, you know, 25 to 30 looked? Was that kind of more of a... For me? Yeah, for you. I don't think it's much different. No? I... There's not a whole lot. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers. Or. The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A lot of notable things that I can really reference to. Um, I don't remember my 30th birthday. My 30th birthday. I don't remember my 21st birthday. Well, neither does my brother, but that's fine. <laughs> Props to Cody. Fuck. Um, I don't. I, I don't. There's not. There's not a whole lot that I can take away from it. Uh, so I don't really. I don't really have anything to add there. I. There's nothing that. There's nothing that pops out, which I feel. Really fucking shitty about. Because where I'm at right now and what I'm working towards now, I feel like is wasted years. Which I understand from a, a psychological standpoint that that is the wrong feeling to have. I uh, maybe maybe not correct feeling, maybe just understanding that those are building years. Um, I had high expectations for myself from the beginning, for whatever fucking reason. I because you've always wanted more. <clears throat> I had I had uh, <laughs> I had the fucking pipe dreams that I think a lot of us males grow up with, and even females too. Just you know, you get to by the time you're 25, you want to be married, have the white picket fence. Yeah, you want to. Everybody's at 25, 30, talking about having the dream, and it was so bizarre to me to make it past 31, and I was finally like, "Fuck!" There are things that, that there there is shit that's coming out now that wants to capture my brain. Like now, I want to like cooking. Took me this fucking long. There, there's, there's so much. Just it to me. I'm so hard on myself. Let me just. I'm so my my expectations for myself trump anything I would ever expect from another person, and I don't know why. But I disagree. Can you elaborate? 
let's take a look at our friendship. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at the one the one situation that we've kind of delved on a little bit in a previous episode. If you did not have the same expectations of me that you did of yourself, we would not have fixed that situation. We would not have been able to handle that. We would not have been able to do any of that. You had the expectations coming into it as he's going to handle this the exact same way that I'm going to and or that I would have. And honestly, we in either direction, whether it was positive or negative, you had those expectations coming into it and you hold that true for a lot of people. And we've talked about it for in our in our circle of friends. Um, you know what? You're right. And that's a subconscious level. I'm sorry to cut you off. You're fine. But you are definitely right. It's there whether I can uh, whether I can acknowledge it actively or not. Because if there's if there's one thing I've I've always tried to ask of people for for a long time is like if I'm fucking up I I need you to just talk to me I need you to tell me and I can't seem to get that from anybody I mean there's some people that yeah but on the surface. I don't want to hear the surface shit. I want you to take it a step farther. And you did. You did. And my biggest... I'm not going to say it's a mistake because it worked out this one time. But I came into that conversation like, I'm going to be up front. I'm going to be fucking honest. And we're going to see if this works through. And 99% of the time, do you know what that gets me? That gets me a guilt trip. Somebody blowing up in my face. And a lack of understanding. And that's the end of it. And I'm not I'm not looking for pity here. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm well, hoping you're not gonna get it from me, so <laughs> I'm hoping that somebody can take that and maybe just fucking realize that the next time somebody comes to you with some shit, maybe blowing up and throwing it in their face is not the fucking right response. Because they already feel bad about it as if it you're is. gonna end it, then do it fucking cordially. You are human too. You fuck up just as much as I fuck up. If you're going to end it, then do it on a goddamn good note. There's no fucking reason. There's no reason that you can't end it, end it on a good note. And if you don't want to talk about it right then because it's going to be bad, then fucking say it. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Hey, is, uh, is I can't it, talk about this right now. I will acknowledge how difficult what I'm asking is, but just stop your fucking mouth for two seconds, open your brain for two seconds, and say, hey, we're going to talk about this next week. Well, that that goes a long ways with saying, you know, you're holding, you got to hold that other person coming into that conversation has to be able and willing to hold themselves accountable for what they say and their actions. And, uh, they've got to be willing to, uh, have an open mind, you know, and, and we collectively, me and you, um, and I think it goes for the, the women in our lives at this point as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Every single one of us is at a place where where we are holding ourselves accountable over all else, right? And we are in a place where we're like, hey, look, you know, nobody's perfect. I've made a bunch of mistakes in my life, both you and I and our women and, you know, the people who have helped raise us. You know, nobody's perfect. Right. Um, and being able to go into a, 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 a negative conversation and have an open mind really allows that positive um, what's the word I'm looking for that positive uh, consequence 
for mm-hmm. lack of a better term. Yeah. That, that positive uh, consequence, that positive outlook. If you're not coming into it uh, to a situation where somebody hurt your feelings or somebody, you know, did something pretty screwed up or somebody, you know, really disrespected you. If you're coming into it with a closed mind and you're coming in, uh, into it already decided. There you go. I was just going to say that if you've already decided the outcome of this conversation, don't have it, then don't fucking have it. It's not cool. Then don't have it. And it very simply can can be put just like this. If you're not willing to have that conversation, hey, I've already made up my mind. You fucked up. You're out of my life. Cool. Thank you for letting me know where we stand. That's all I needed to know. Mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of us, um, myself included, we're not open to, A, hearing that. We never wanted to. No. You know? You don't don't understand how to have that conversation. Mm -mm. Um, You know, we missed a key portion of, you know, growing up with both of our backgrounds in very different ways. Very different ways. Um, but we still miss those. We still missed the ability to, um, you know, have those conversations with uh, the adults in our lives. And, and and that isn't a dig on, you know, the people we had around us at that time. They had just other things going on that were more pressing that needed their attention. Right. And, and unfortunately... A lot of that stemmed to, hey, we've got our own shit going on. Deal with it. Figure it out. Because mm-hmm. um, they just didn't have time to to handle us because they were trying to, you know, get medical stuff done. Get, you know. Whatever, all, whatever the case may Whatever be. the case was. They had more, unfortunately, they had more pressing matters than to try to raise this, try to teach this 20-something-year-old person who has been out on their own for a minute and has had their own jobs and has, you know, done as far as society is concerned, everything that they needed to do to be successful. Right. But at the end of the day, we didn't understand, and using your words, we didn't understand why we were put in that position. 100%, man. Um, You expect growing up that you're going to go out, get a job, and you're going to be able to pay for stuff. Like, at at the core of what you're going to understand right then and there, that's what you think is going to happen. You're going to go get a job. You're going to make money, and you're going to be able to pay for your stuff, pay for your needs. Without understanding that that's not how it fucking works, Mm-mm. you're going into it blind. And I don't know. That's just that was that was a shitty thing to find out the way we did. Yeah, it was a really shitty thing to find out. I remember. Yeah. I remember. My first car was a 69 Beetle. It was only $600, and I had to buy it in two pieces. I bought it, the body first, and the motor separately. I had to make payments of $300. I thought it was the shit. This thing never saw the road, by the way. Sounds a lot like my Mustang sitting outside my parents' house, still. (laughs) And it's crazy to think about now, just to reflect on... That's what I did when I was 15. When I was 15, I got my first job, and I dedicated my first couple of paychecks to cars. Trying to get my shit right. Cars that never worked out. And just like a little bit of, a little bit more guidance. A little bit more knowledge. Well, and I think we're going to use cars as a as a analogy, I guess, I, is the best way I can put it. Um, that's probably wrong, because I wasn't good in school either. But... Um, 
you know, you using cars as relationships, man, and, and you and it's all trial and error, right? I mean, this whole thing was trial and error. Life is trial and error. You you try something, you fail, you figure out why you failed, mm-hmm. you figure out how and what you can do differently next time, and you try it again, mm-hmm. right? Um, we all, we both um, have had m- a number of different, I mean, I can't even count how many jobs I've had. Um, yeah. Um, I can't even count how many companies I've worked for and, and how many different things I've done in my life, and it... I don't regret any of those, um, but I wish, again, I wish I had a little bit more guidance and a little bit more structure. I wish I had, let me rephrase that, I wish I had the ability to hear and listen to the people around me at that time. You know what's crazy? I'm going to dabble in something, just a different perspective, um, that kind of, I'm, I'm not going to say it troubles me, but it fucking takes my mind to a different dimension. And it kind of sucks to think about, but it kind of doesn't. But it's like, if you think about some of the people that you or I have known, or or barely have known, had the opportunity to meet, one of the two, uh, that have had the structure that we're referring to, or more parental guidance, or more financial stability growing up, they have a whole nother fucking list of shit to deal with. Mm -hmm. Like... Not that it's better or worse, Mm-mm. but they have a it's whole different. fucking different list of shit. Doesn't that fucking blow your mind? It's it's yes and no. Yes and no. The When I'm looking at that list that they have to deal with, it's mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes sense in my head. I'm able to wrap my head around the fact that, okay, they're in a different place than I am. And, you know, being in that different place, you welcome different levels of shit. Right? Um, I don't think that we're ever going to, and uh, let's use the, re- we've been talking about this restaurant for th- two or three weeks now, and, and it's been a dream of mine for a long time. I've, everybody who kind of knows me mm-hmm. knows that I want to run a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I know nothing about fucking restaurants, by the way. Not a goddamn um, thing. Me neither. Um, but it's been a dream of mine, and it's it's always something that I've had the understanding of, okay, well, I'm going to get into this, and I know that. I don't know. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What it all entails, but I know there's going to be a whole different level of shit that I'm going to have to deal with. And it's not going to be whether you're successful or whether you're not. It's going to, the shit is always going to be there. Mm-hmm. It's just going to change shape. Yes. It's going to change form. Um, 
you know, and that's that's whether you're in a restaurant, whether you're in towing, whether you're in a blue collar, whether you're in a white collar, whether you're a stay-at-home parent, whether you're, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, you're always going to have a list of shit to deal with. Um, I guess that's fair. And it's it's how you handle that list of shit that kind of creates your way of life and it builds that character and it really shows you who you are as a person mm-hmm. um, and where you need to change and, and what, what where you can better yourself as a person as far as, as far as your relationships with people around you. Um, I think that directly directly relates um, the shit what I'm saying is the, the shit that you're going through and the shit that you have on your plate directly relates to the um, the um, level of relationship that you're able to have. We said it at uh, at dinner tonight. You know, before we came over here, we went to a restaurant, had dinner, um, and if you stay stagnant and sit in the same position for a long time and aren't pushing to be better, the level of shit is just going to grow. Uh, because life doesn't wait for anybody. No, that fucking sun's going to come up every goddamn day, whether you like it or not. Yep, and if you haven't cleared off the shit from your plate from the day before, guess what? It's still going to be there, just compounded with the shit that you have to deal with today. I was kind of thinking about this on the way on the way home, actually, from dinner. Um, and one of the things about me, if I may, that's... It's 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 a strange concept to me because I don't know any other way. But when we drive around, you know, throughout the city, you see uh, you see homeless people, you see people that have lost it all, given it all, whatever the case may be. I can't speculate one way or the other because I don't know their stories. Um, you hear stories about people losing their jobs, losing their house, their car, things like that. And there's just like I have this certainty, this certainty that's built into me I don't failure is never going to be a fucking option like that's not something that I know how to do that sounds so vague and I can't there's no way for me to clarify that I might lose stuff throughout this process it's just shit for one I can always have more shit it's always material things yes that's basically like 99% of that is just shit um but I will never succumb to a complete failure. Catastrophic failure is not in my, it's not in my ledger. It's not going to happen, point blank. Thank if you. I have to start from ground zero and get a fucking job at the gas station to start over, then that's where I'm going to start over. But it doesn't mean the end of me. It's just never going to happen. That's that character we were talking about a minute ago. You know, you, <coughs> you do not accept where you are. And whatever whatever steps you're taking, whether it's a step backwards, whether it's 10 steps backwards, whether it's 77 steps forward, you know, whatever the case is, you're never looking at it as the end-all, be-all situation for your life. Right. Um, you're, never, you're never looking at it and go, this is, who, this is who I am. This is all I'm ever going to be. You always want more. You've always wanted more. You've never, you've never been willing to settle for what you have. No. Um, and I think a lot of people need to look at things that way. And, oh, God, we have your old roommate. Um, who was completely fine with couch surfing. Um, you know, that's a, for me, 
No. That is never... That's never a thing. And, I, and I'm in a situation right now where I had to swallow a hell of a lot of pride. And that's a big part of what we're going to have to do. I, I, Some, sometimes you have to take your licks and walk away. Yep. I yep. had to swallow a hell of a lot of pride and, and had to ask uh, mom and dad to let me back <sighs> into the house. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even give me that. You know, uh, I ended up failed a relationship. Uh, the, the accident, you know, ended up in uh, a trailer on my parents' property, you know, not even back in the house. Just, hey, I need a place to stay. Do you guys have any sort of help for me? Um, the ability to, again, accountability. Hold yourself accountable for putting yourself in that situation, putting myself in that situation, um, and being willing to accept all of the consequences that come with that and being able to say, hey, this is what I need to do in order to collect myself. Mm-hmm. And put myself back on my feet mm-hmm. in order to take the next step to move into the into the new direction that I that I'm needing to travel. Right. Um, in order to get where I want to be, you have always been very good about seeing things kind of two or three steps ahead of where you are, mm-hmm. um, and planning for either direction. I try to. You and you've been you've been very successful at it as far as you know you've never been homeless necessarily um you've never not had a roof over your head you've never not since i was a child no and maybe that's what to set that in motion i think we're i think we're getting we're getting to where the molding actually started um me and my whole family spent a number of years living off of a, a sunroom on a porch me and my sister my mom and my dad window ac the middle of summer I'm never fucking doing that again. Oh no, you. That right there, that circumstance, that experience, mm-hmm. you will never allow yourself to do that again. You made a choice very young that you were going to do whatever the fuck it took for you to never put yourself in that situation, mm-hmm. and you've never put yourself in that situation. Nope. You have always had a roof. You've always had a bed. You've always had. Uh, you've always had the things that you needed to survive. Mm-hmm. One one thing that I will say, there is a negative to this, and I'm slowly working it out of my system, in a sense. But one of the things that has come with working my ass off as much as I have is obviously a little bit more money. One of the things that I have made an inadvertent effort to do is to make it look like that. And I will admit that openly. I've done the same thing. And I disagree with that choice. My pride has gotten in the way. Yep. And it has put me in the place that I'm in now. Um, it's not the best choice. And like I said, my pride got in the way. But I, <laughs> the bigger part of me doesn't want to be ever perceived as... Th- that. That to me... Unfortunately, in my head, is like a form of weakness. Uh Uh-uh. I'm going to be financially stable. I don't give a fuck what it takes. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to make sure everybody knows. Because of that shit. And that, unfortunately, is a negative. Does that make sense? 
Yes and no. I, I want... Let me let me phrase what I just said. Go yes. On. Yes, it does make sense. I don't necessarily agree with the reasoning behind it. Okay. And here's why... And, and I'm in a bit of a different mindset than you are at, at, at this point. You know, um, yeah, I've got my bike. I've got, you know, I've got some things that are really cool to a lot of people. Right. I don't give a fuck. Right. Well, that's, I did that for me. That's that's definitely one point about the shit that's out there. I don't give a fuck about it. I'll lose it. I'll have another one. It doesn't matter. Well, that, that's not what I meant. Okay. Sorry. I don't give a fuck about the fact that people see... Oh, you're talking about your image. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Anymore. I used to care. I used to give a fuck what people thought about me. I used to fucking... Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I've got that. Yeah, man. Look at what I got. Hey, look at this. I used to post when I would buy a gun, when I would buy... Boy, uh, me too. I lived on social media for a hot minute. Yeah, for a hot minute. The negative critique that comes with that is almost more damaging than anything. Yep. Um, and, but and here's And here's where... It took me a long time to learn um, that negative critique that you're going to get on Facebook from that person that you're never going to see in real life doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter because that shit's not real. It's not real. Um, That truck sitting in your driveway that you work your ass off for, that truck sitting in your driveway of your house that you pay for, that you fucking bust your ass for, that's real. That's your reward for busting your ass every single day. I... I don't know if it's more damaging that the image is for me. Does that make sense? So, like, at this point, you know I don't have any social media dedicated to almost anything right now. Other than this. Not right. for me, yeah. Right. Um, so, at this point, what I'm doing, and I find myself in this fucking this pickle pretty often, is I'm proving myself that I can one-up. And that... That if that if I can if I can if I can mold that correctly, then that could be my most successful accomplishment in this life. And it will be if. But right now, that's still. Uh, I'm getting there. I've I've humbled myself quite a bit, and I'm working on it. I'm working on it heavily. Because I don't want to do that. Because I want things to be better for my future family. Mm-hmm. I want to change. Child, my, Sam. <laughs> I want to, and Jensen, Sam Jensen, oh, all Jensen, the kids, I'm sorry. all the babies, all the babies. I want their family tree to be a world apart from what the sh- the shit that I've had to see. So, so right now I have to work on all of that. So we're not talking about image anymore. Then I'm not talking about my image to everybody else because we're not even talking image at all anymore. I've I've healed from that. Wow. We're not talking about image. Hold on. We're not talking about image. What you just said. Repeat the last sentence that you just said. I'm just trying to change the family tree. That's not image. That's it, not. Stop. That's not image. <laughs> You're not talking about changing your image anymore. You're talking about making a structural change to the way that you had to grow up, to the way that you had to mold yourself. You don't want your kids, your kids, to go through that. You don't want your family to have to deal with that, to go through that. Nope. That isn't a fucking image change. That's not an image change. Don't do not ever sell yourself short like that again. That is not an image change. That is a structural change to how you want your family to be raised. That's fair. That's fair. I I think what I'm referring to on a deeper level 
because it's going to continue to get deeper as I try and one-up myself, is the financial choices that I've made to get there. Because those could also be... This is all going to go back to me not settling. It's still not good. In my head, I'm still not good. The choices that I made to get here still could have fucking been better. Oh, they absolutely could have been better. They absolutely could have. But here we are again. You're holding yourself accountable, and you're looking at yourself and going, man, those, those fucking choices were shitty. I should not have made those choices. I'm getting tired of that word, by the way. Uh, accountability? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I'm fucking over it. <laughs> um, it is the basis of this. Me versus me is only going to be about accountability because you cannot look at the fight that you have with yourself every single day and not hold yourself accountable for it. You can't. You can't look at the fact that you haven't settled that and that you might have stepped on a few backs to get where you are right now mm-hmm. without holding yourself accountable for that. And that shows the fact that you're able to sit and recognize that. And you're able to sit and recognize and go, man, I could have done that real differently. But at the end of the day, if you had done those things differently, you wouldn't be here. You're not wrong. You would not be sitting in this position uh, willing to open yourself up and willing to dabble on the... We use dabble a lot, by the way. I like dabbling. Uh, Willing to look at and talk about and surface the things that you've done that may not be positive things. But you not settling for where you're at and you not settling for the minimum is never going to be a bad thing. Could you have done it differently? Could you have done it better? Sure. But you are sitting here right now looking at me, recording this, and you're holding yourself accountable for the choices that you've made to get here. Mm-hmm. And if people are going to sit and if people are going to look at you and go, man, he did all these things and, and he's got all this shit and he doesn't know what he's talking about. They're fucking lying. For one. For two, they need to really take another listen to this. And listen to the actual message that we're trying to sh- trying to spread. Because if you're going to sit and you're going to tell anybody, whether it's you, whether it's me, whether it's. Austin, whether it's Alex, whether it's Jade, whether it's Dustin, whoever, that their path to get where they've been, or that their path that has put them to where they are now, that they've gone through the things that they've gone through didn't matter, or that they should have done things differently, or that they could have done A, B, C, and D. Yeah, they absolutely could have done any of those things, but they didn't. And to sit and to try to judge them for that. Uh, you are the scummiest person on the planet because you've done just as much fucked up shit as the person that you're judging to get where you are. And if you're going to sit there and tell me that you haven't, you're a fucking liar. Yeah, I got a little fired up there, and I'm, I apologize for that. But, but that, that it, to me, the most important thing that you can do as a man, as a provider, as somebody who is trying to structurally change the way that they were brought up and the way that they're going to raise their children. If that, if you're looking at that as you doing that, if that's a negative thing for you, mm-hmm. stop. Stop looking at it like that because you're wrong. Stop looking at it like that because you're wrong. Because that is the most important thing as a father. Can I ask you something serious? Yeah. 
when when somebody when somebody brings a problem to you, whether it's about you, your children, your your work, a choice you made, uh, whatever have you. And I think this goes back into coming into a conversation with your mind already made up. When somebody asks you for an explanation mm-hmm. or a reason, and and you're 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 humble enough to oblige in a sincere manner, doesn't it? It's gotta irk you in some way when that gets disregarded, doesn't it? If somebody asks you for your sincere explanation of why you did something or why something is the way it is for you or something in your life, and you are humble enough to explain why with a sincere explanation and a sincere reason that you feel is right, and it gets disregarded and thrown back in your face as that's bullshit... Doesn't that make you feel some type of way? It does. And I apologize if I... You didn't. Okay. You didn't. I'm just asking you. Yeah. No, that... Dude, I, I can't stand that. W- it, w- without, without a reasonable conversation or a reasonable follow-up question, whatever the fucking case may be, human to human, don't you think that that should be recognized as a true explanation or, or, or a true thought process? And, and respected as such at the very minimum? Yes. At, at the very minimum. Okay. That's his answer. Moving forward. Is that too much to ask? No, it's not. And, and you're right. And again, I, 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 I got heated because I, I put myself in your shoes. I'm not, I, I'm not talking about your response. I'm speaking generally. Okay. Um, yes, I 100%. That's not too much to ask. And if you can't, that's part of having an open mind and, and part of, you know, being able to look at things. And and maybe I did exactly what you're talking about right now, being able to put yourself in that other person's shoes and go, okay, well, what would I do? Mm-hmm. How would I handle that? Right. Um, sorry if I misunderstood where you, where you were going with that. I, I No, no, I'm just, I'm just elaborating, elaborating a little bit. Yeah, I, um, if you if you can't have an open mind going into a conversation like that, um, like the conversation we had a number of years ago, um, you're not going to get anywhere. If if you can't look at you know what somebody's telling you and go, well, that's why they did that. Um, I got to kind of you have to accept that. Well, well, accept is is maybe a little strong. Um, if it is not necessarily the best outcome of that situation, then the steps following, I feel like would be more important than the, than the original question. Oh, I a hundred percent agree. I a hundred percent agree with that. You, you have to be, if you're going to call somebody out and, and you're going to do it in such a manner that something needs to be addressed, then why not be a part of the solution? Exactly. Instead of being a part of the problem. Exactly. This is something that I come across more often than I like to admit. Every day, I find I find myself in these positions where people ask me questions, regardless of how serious they are. And for some reason, the fact that I'm willing to oblige in an explanation 
gets perceived as not necessarily a negative, but it gets perceived as a controlling factor, possibly. It it it, it always seems to find this this twist. If I offer a, a sincere explanation for whatever the fuck it is that you just said to me, then why why are we why why is it got to get turned into a fucking game? Why? why does it have to be turned around and thrown back at you? Right. No matter what it is, I don't give a fuck if you're asking me about, you're asking me about why I did something to my truck or why I parented the way I did. If you have a sincere fucking problem or a sincere fucking question, don't fucking make me feel like shit for giving you an explanation. I gave you the respect to give you an explanation. Don't you think that's notable? It is. Don't you think that should be followed up with sincere follow-up? I agree. I think that's something that a lot of people should really take note in. I, I bring that up because if there's one thing, one thing, another thing that my dad taught me was that you fucking give everybody the same goddamn respect that you'd expect to get back from them. Every fucking day. Every person. I don't give a shit who it is, how long ago you just met them. You give them the same fucking respect that you would expect back. There's those expectations you were talking about earlier. Well, it's, that's a hard one to come by. Yep, it is. It is. It's very rare to find in these days where people ex- have the same expectations for other for others as they do themselves. Because and and I, I got to talk about social media with that a little bit. Oh, it's a good place to start. Um, you don't need to have respect on there. You don't need to have accountability on there either. You can say whatever the fuck you want. You don't have to worry about your. Res- you don't have to worry about your consequences. You don't have to worry about anything. Right. You are able to say whatever you want, do whatever you want, post post pictures of whatever you want on there, and the worst that's going to happen is they're going to remove your account. Oh no. Darn. Yeah. God, go make a new one. Got to set up a new <clears throat> email. Oh no. Um, I think a lot of people. And, and kind of the way we were brought up, and we touched, I think we touched on this in a, in a previous episode, or at least we talked about it uh, off camera or off microphone. Sorry, we're not on camera yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, is people are so comfortable with hitting a keyboard and saying whatever they want to somebody online mm-hmm. that they would not say in person because they know. If I say this to this person, to their face, one or two things are going to happen. He's going to have an actual rebuttal that I'm not going to be able to reply to, respond to, because I don't, I can't think that deeply. Or two, he's going to punch me in my mouth. Right. Um, and I think, I think that stems in where we've lost a lot of, a lot of character. And those expectations really just go through the tubes for other people because it's like, uh, they're not going to care. They're not going to give a shit. I can say whatever, do whatever, but nobody's going to give a shit at the end of the day. And I think that's a, a bigger problem to be noted as well because nobody expects to be cared about. Yeah. You know, on that level, everybody just expects to have to brush shit off on the day-to-day. Yep. And so, I, so that's the other side of that. I think that has to go a long, a long ways just to talk about, you know, the fact that um, – Depression and anxiety is at an all-time high in this country right now. It sure is. Men are offering themselves in record numbers. Yep. Along with vets. Oh, uh, God. Was it 22 a day now? Uh, literally. Um, just, and we're, that's just veterans, folks. It's 22 a day. Um, 
and it is so demoralizing it is to to look at and to know a number of different people on that I I can count uh offhand right now that I know who have taken their lives um And I can tell you uh, one or two of those right now were directly related to things that were said online. Nobody nobody wants to think about the possibility that somebody that could potentially be close to you could think so poorly of you. And, And not only that, but to take it a step further, hearing that shit to your face as a joke when it's something that you take so seriously or that you would, you, a face that you don't want that you would like to rectify, whatever the case may be. Like, why? I just don't, I, I don't understand it for the life of me. And I don't, I don't. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think, well, let me kind of try to put it this way. Um, Your, the understanding that you're looking for is people don't care about the consequences of what they say online. People don't care I'm talking about in person too, man. They don't care. I, I've, I've, again, not looking for pity, but I found myself subject to so much sarcasm and so much shit talking and quote quote unquote shit talking, you know. Right. And and it's funny and it's cool and it's that's what that's what guys do and that's how we flirt or whatever the fuck the case may be. And I'm like. Can I? Can we just have? <laughs> can we have a serious conversation for can a minute? We, it doesn't even have to be serious. But can I just talk to you? Right. And I would like to follow that up with a positive because there is a positive to what we're doing here, and it is worth talking about. Something that has come up quite a bit in ten episodes, ten fucking episodes of this baby that we've birthed here. There has been so much outreach. For people to want to talk to me one-on-one, whether it's people I work with, people I barely know, people message me, pe- family members, dude. People literally come to me and just start talking yep. on a genuine level, and I cannot tell you how thankful I fucking am for it. Oh, God. It's it's a – same to me as well. I'm, yeah. It's, it is so enlightening. It is. I love it. It is, and it's 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 awesome to see that – over the span of 10 episodes. It's been 10 episodes. Ten, that's baby, that's dude. That's it. Yeah, that's it. It's that's nothing. A, that's literally nothing. And we have had so much positive reach and so much positive um, outreach that we've reached so many different people. And people are like, oh, there is people that have gone through similar situations. And there are, there are people that are going through certain things that, that maybe I can help them with, that I can I can give them a little bit of, hey, this is... This isn't the end of the world. This is, I've gone through something similar. Mm-hmm. This is what I did to get through that. Give them a little bit of mindset. Give them a little bit of, of not mindset, but of uh, 
guidance. Yeah, a little reassurance. Thank you. Reassurance <clears throat> that you know this isn't the end of the world. This isn't the end of your journey. This isn't the end of. Uh, this isn't who. This isn't what you are. And I, just tell your story. Tell tell your story. I'm here to tell you right now that if anybody's going to give a shit, I want you to know that we give a shit, and I want to hear care. your story. Your, your perspective is gonna is gonna take me farther. Your perspective is gonna take you farther. And whether it's whether it's coming and sitting in a chair with us, literally with us in this room, mm-hmm. um, and letting us listen to what you have to say and 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 where you've been and what you've been through and where you've come from, or it's as simple as reaching out in an email and writing it all down and just letting us kind of talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's something that you would like us to do, share it. Or if you just want to write it, write it down and send it in an email to us and let us read it. That way you can start to share your story and you can start to get the weight of what you've been carrying around for so long off of your chest for a little bit. I can't elaborate and tell you how much it, it, it helps. I can't. It It's a P- people. Sorry. It's a wonderful thing. It's a, and, and I'm going to word it this way, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm, I want you to kind of sit in it for a second before you, before you respond. It's a wonderful burden to have. Your story? No. Are you talking to me personally? I'm talking about this. Oh, this, yes, yes. It's a wonderful burden to have. Because we've started something here that the three of us mm-hmm. have started something here that a needs to continue mm-hmm. because it's been 10 episodes. It's been what? Six weeks, a mm-hmm. uh, little less than that where, and we've had so much positivity come back a lot. It's in, it's mind blowing to me. So now this is something in, in my, in my head that we can't stop. I don't want to stop it. It's and as, as, as long as we can maintain this, no matter what we have to do, we will continue to do this. We will continue to sit and talk and share and listen to whoever it is that wants to be heard. The The number one question, I'm sorry, the number one statement that I get from so many people that want to tell their story, they, they don't even necessarily tell me that they want to tell their story, but they open up the conversation and that tells me everything I need to know. Yep. You want to fucking tell me. You want to tell me. You yeah. Y- you want to say it. And I'm cool with that. Um, so many people always have this giant question mark. Ah, you know, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can sit in there and I don't know if I can just talk about it and this and that. And I'm just, the one thing I fucking tell people time and time again is I'm on your clock. Yeah. We are on your clock. Any night, any weekend, you tell me when you're ready. Think about it. Talk to me more. Do what you got to do. Talk on the phone for a little while if you yeah. need, if that's what you need to do to, to build up a little bit of courage to come down here and talk about it. Um, just, just don't be scared. I I mean I understand that the fear is going to drive this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you and I'm gonna I'm gonna change what you said. Mm-hmm. Don't let the fear hold you back from sharing your story and not only helping yourself through that because talking about holding it in does nothing but hurt you. Allow yourself to talk about it. Don't let the fear dictate what you share and what steps you need to take to make sure that you're bettering yourself. If you're worried about 
Judgment. If you're worried about judgment, that's a good fucking word. If you're worried about judgment or backlash from what you're going to say on here because of your stories and your feelings, then I think that should tell you a little bit more about the direction of what you, which you should follow up with. And I don't think that's unfair to say. I don't. I. I don't either. Now don't. that that comes that comes with that's a two pronged sword. That's a yeah. double edged sword there. Y- but yes, and I'm not. I'm not speaking about certain things, uh, which I couldn't even begin to explain your circumstances. The whoever is telling the story, right? But yeah, yeah, you get it. I think I got it. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think you were spot on um, with you know not allowing fear to. I knew where you were going with that, mm-hmm. which is why I elaborated it. Um, don't allow fear to control you. Uh, fear is a part of life. Fear is a part of... God, what was that TikTok that I sent you earlier? <laughs> I'm going to touch on that because I think that was a huge thing. It was pretty good. It was a good time. Um, the TikTok I sent you earlier was, uh, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. And I think that goes along with saying as well, um, if the conversation if the change Mm -hmm. if whatever if there isn't a little twinge of fear in what you're doing you're not doing enough you're you're gonna have to do things you've never done to go places you've never gone yes I know uncomfy build strength yep (laughs) uncomfortable conversations uncomfortable situations uncomfortable that would have been perfect on camera that would have been because my smart ass remark yeah well shit oh fucking Christ he's pointing again no, I'm just kidding, but you're right. But no, uh, having that, being willing and open and accountable to having those, God, I said it again, and having those uncomfortable conversations and having those uncomfortable moments and having those uncom- making those uncomfortable steps where you're not quite sure where your foot's going to land because you're stepping in the dark because you've never been there before. Mm-hmm. All of that breeds strength. It breeds courage. It does. It breeds confidence. And you can't do any of the things that you want to do without those three things. Four things, really, because you've got to include fear in that. You do. If you're not scared, you're not building confidence. If you're not building confidence, you're not, you're not, you're not building strength. You're not building courage. You're not being confident. You're not, willing to, you're not willing to take the uncomfortable step where you don't know where your foot's going to land. And sometimes, oh, you're going to step in the mud and you're going to get your shit dirty. But guess what? Pick your ass back up. Do it again. The shittiest part about what you're saying is all you have to do, all you have to do is ask yourself what you want. And then do it. Obviously, with understanding that that's not as simple as it sounds. It's never as simple as it's it sounds. It's not going to be easy. Anything that's worth working for is going to be hard work. Whether that is your fucking body, whether that is your fucking job, your house. I don't give a shit what you want to do, but you have to put in the baby steps to do it. And that is what I'm doing for me, for you, and for anybody who wants to be involved. Those baby steps. I want to restore some fucking form of humanity because we're all human. It all starts with us, too. It all starts in here. It all starts in here. Yeah, I, head and chest is where I'm pointing. By the way, get get your get your battles out. Let's get them done. I mean, that's a stupid statement. I'm sorry, they're never going to be done. No, but 
open the dialogue and allow and allow yourself to talk about them mm. and allow yourself to be vulnerable in that way to allow. I hate that that is usually a fucking weak term. That pisses me off. Men and vulnerability is never something that I've ever heard for a, uh, that I not ever heard that I did not hear for a long time, other than in the term men shouldn't be vulnerable. I think that's hugely misconstrued. I agree. Hugely misconstrued. I agree. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ, let's go back to 30 minutes, uh, well, a little longer than 30 minutes ago now, about an hour ago, both of us were on the verge of tears. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's, it's, vulnerability doesn't have to be in a group setting, doesn't have to be, um, this doesn't mean that I'm going to go hand out flowers. I mean, no, I'm not handing out flowers, God damn it! It's not happening. But what if I do it with you? Okay, maybe. <laughs> it's up for debate. But the fact that you can sit here and tell me your weak points, the only thing that's going to do is make you move forward from them. And that's going to make you a better man as a whole. That's not a fucking question. That's a promise. I bet your ass next time one of those weak points comes up or one of these battles comes up, you're going to be able to fucking walk right over that motherfucker. Yep. And move the fuck forward to the better step. Yep. That's called mental strength. And that's what we're doing here. God, and that's bred by having uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. That's bred by looking at an uncomfortable situation and going, mm, I need to really, fa- I need to face this. I need to sit and and kind of breathe in the uncomfortable Mm-hmm. Air that's around me, and because not only is that going to, again, it's going to build some confidence in you that you can handle these situations that you can handle, bro. Are you double fisting vapes right now? Yeah, dude, I got two of them. <laughs> this nicotine high is great. <laughs> I needed to cope with this fucking conversation. You, you it builds. Great. That was a, such a bad example. <laughs> I'm not coping. I promise. There are so many different ways. To cope with the things, some of them not healthy, some of them not healthy. Yeah, vices are not always the healthiest things that you could that you could have to cope with things, but it allows you to kind of open the door. And even if it's just a, you're just turning the knob, and somebody else has to kind of rip the door open for you. Right. You're making that first step. Well, that's the nice thing about human connection. Yep. That's the wonders of the fucking human as a whole. I don't give a shit how much you don't want to be connected to other people or how disconnected you want to be because you're so strong. Bet your ass, dude. Armies take over countries, not single people. Nope. Oof. Sorry. That was much. I don't know what just happened. Well, what we just talked about, you know, with changing kind of the structure of what of what you want for your family tree. Circling back to that, I know that was a touchy subject and I'm not going to get heated about it again. I'm going to touch on it very quickly and be off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you've noticed that those steps that you've been taking did not start until you found a bit of a, a bit of a circle mm-hmm. and a bit of a foundation and a bit of a a group of people that are willing to be like, hey, we got you, let's do this. I'm going to to add to that by saying that it didn't start without a shit ton of fear. Oh, God. It's terrifying. I'm not going to get into details, but this has been an ongoing six-year process. Yes, it has. 
And you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know about. exactly what you're talking and about. And I didn't fucking make this commitment until January. Yep. And what did it take? What did it take for you to, to, to jump off the ledge and, and to make that leap of faith? A lot. A lot of pain. A lot of pain and a lot of what? I was in my darkest place. A lot of pain and a lot of what? I don't know. What's the other part? Accountability? Yep. God damn it. Stop using the A word in here. It's, it's true, though. You're right. But you you became accountable for the actions that put you two in that situation. Yes. And um, you became accountable for it. You owned your shit. You fucking had a conversation with with that person, and you were like, "Can I?" Yeah, it's 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 time to make this right. Yeah. And luckily, that opportunity was still there. Might yeah. I add? Yep. And <laughs> and you talked about this earlier as well. Is you wanted. Uh, uh, to be able to maybe not rekindle a relationship with these people that you that you've hurt along the way, but you wanted to be able to open the dialogue and, and actually have a conversation with one of them, mm-hmm. so that you could not necessarily write things for yourself, but be able to. And this is my perception of it, so correct me if I'm wrong. I'll, I'll go. Um, but be able to try to give them some understanding of where you were. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen without being able to be completely accountable for your part. Both parties. Right. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying mm-hmm. when I say you. You have to be accountable as Sage mm-hmm. for what you did, right? Mm-hmm. For, how, for how you handled that. They have to be accountable for how they're going to respond and how they're going to move forward whether it's with you without you whatever the case is Mm -hmm. in a positive manner right you got i'm gonna be honest you got lucky yeah dad that's for goddamn sure you got lucky yeah that that she was willing to sit and she was willing to hear you and that she was willing to accept the flaws and accept the mistakes and accept the years Mm -hmm. that had been wasted yes and the pain not directly related to you but that she had to go through in the meantime just watching just watching you fuck we talked about it last night just watching mm-hmm. from the sidelines and going that's a prime example that, that's exactly my point though is I I don't want you to think about it too far in depth but if you could bring up one situation from your past where something got completely fucking twisted in a way that it never should have. How how would you respond if just a conversation was open ended from another person of a, of a shitty situation, and you both could just close out that chapter with a all right, cool. Well, I hope you're doing good, and I hope everything keeps going well for you. Tell me you're both not going to fucking walk away feeling a hell of a lot better. Oh, I uh, I can guarantee that, and. And I'll use this example because I had one go sideways very recently. Um, I told you about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, went and had a conversation with somebody who uh, was very, very close to me and, you know, was completely willing to... I was accountable. I owned all my shit. I apologized for the way that I treated her. Mm-hmm. I apologized for um, my actions that hurt her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I And I... I shared with her that I was working on bettering myself and being better. Um, 
and it sucks because the conversation ending had already been predetermined on her end in her mind. Right. It's already shut off. It's already gone. Yeah. Um, she, well, she took it. She took it as she took it as this was a rekindle conversation. Sure. Um, and again, being accountable, um, <clears throat> I let things go farther than they should have that night. Um, and I apologized the next morning. Um, I apologized for allowing things to go farther than having that conversation. I apologized for putting her in that situation. I apologized for everything. I, I held myself completely accountable because it wasn't her fault. Um, but at the end of the day, the the conversation needed to happen and I did everything that I could. I see where you're going. And it's hard for me to put that into words because it's very fresh and it's very open still. It's such a shitty reality when that conversation doesn't happen the way the the best possible outcome. And I know that that expectation is set too high for a lot of people. Uh it's just it's it's uh it's a dream of mine. You know? It's a it's a want, it's a dream for me. Not not me personally going through something, but it's a dream for me to imagine people being able to just you know, have have one last let's end this on a good note. If we're going to fucking war, can I count on you by my side? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just I want for that to be a thing and I'm asking a lot. But this is this is my challenge. Yeah. This is my challenge for me and this is my challenge for anyone who cares to listen. So just next time you have a human-on-human interaction, you know, maybe your predetermined path is not the path. Have an open mind about it. Just try. Have an open mind about it. If you, have, if you come at anything, anything with you, an open mind, you'd be surprised at, you, the, at, the, at the response that you're going to get. You just don't know the long-term effects of what you're doing. No. You don't. And why not try now? Doesn't, it's never too late. Some some fucking asshole that I rescue off the side of the road that wants to be a complete fucking dickhead to me for two and a half hours because I picked up his car and it's broken and he wants to be an asshole to me. If I'm if I'm open minded to that dude and I share whatever I can within that fifteen minutes of toe in his ass, twenty years goes by. Maybe I'm in a hard time. Maybe he's got an opportunity for me. Maybe he's in a position to help me. We, we just maybe I'm in a position to help him. You never know. Again, you just don't fucking know where that road is going to lead. Maybe this person that you've had a destroyed relationship with since you were 15, now you're both able to have that conversation and leave it open again. Maybe it lifts a weight that possibly saves your life one day. Yep. Or theirs. Or theirs. You just... And I think that not having the knowledge should drive you farther than thinking you do. And that's just the way I see it. I don't think you should ever 
assume that you know. That goes for so many different things. So, if, uh, yeah. I was going to say, uh, I think we should end it on that. Um, it's a pretty good place to stop. <clears throat> uh, I appreciate your want to hear some of my story. I appreciate everybody else's want to hear some of my story. It won't be the end. No, we're gonna, we're gonna. I'll, I'll say this: we're gonna dive in and, and you know, like he did for uh, the rest of us that have been on. Um, we're gonna open up to him and, and give him some time and and be able to share him a little bit more in detail. So that, that way, you guys kind of understand where he's coming from, and it's not just uh, some guy on uh, some podcast. We want to make a we want to make as much of a personal connection here as we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way we can help as many pe- people as possible I think that's if the, we can. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, at the end of the day, though, uh, you know, you've got to be able to make those choices and and have those conversations for yourself so that you can better yourself. And and if you're listening to this right now by yourself, if if the only result that I get out of this is that you can be vulnerable with yourself – for five minutes of this podcast, then take that step, please. It's not hard. Nobody's going to see it. Cry a little bit. It's fine. Just do your thing. We did. <laughs> so, uh, we love you. Again, check it out. Uh, TikTok, Me vs. Me podcast. Instagram, Facebook. It's all it's all over the place. Uh, and to if you want to share an email, uh, that's me versus me info at gmail.com. One word. M-E-V-S. M-E-V-S-M-E-Info at gmail.com. If you would, share with me. Come talk to me. Come talk to, hear to from you. talk to Zach. He's all over shit, too. We'll branch out on that another time. Yep. He's, uh, my personal has been tagged a few times on, on TikTok now. Yep, yep. Um, if you guys uh, want to reach out to me directly about something that you've, that I've talked about, uh, that I've touched on, feel free. Um I'm not going to share the rest of my socials on there yet, but you guys can reach me there if you want. Uh, just reach out, folks. We're or, here to listen. Or email subject Zach. Yeah. It'll get forwarded, I promise. Yep. So we love you. Good night. <laughs>